1: Inside sources Inside sources with Boyd Matheson well it is September the 12th which of course we look back over the weekend at the tragic day of 9 eleven the attack on the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and of course a field uh, over Pennsylvania some time ago I had the opportunity of uh, interviewing uh, Kenneth uh, Feinberg who I think had one of the most difficult tasks following 9-11. It was his job to put a monetary value to the life of each life that was lost that day. From the person working in the corner office of a big hedge fund to the person who was working security or cleaning the bathroom stalls. And it was a fascinating conversation, and I can't imagine a task more difficult. But I wanted to go back to this because uh, the book that Kenneth Feinberg wrote uh, after that, uh, it's called What Is Life Worth? And it gave me such a unique perspective of how we look at all of these things. And so Kenneth Feinberg first explained to me how he got this job of assessing the value of a life
0: after 9-11 days after the 9-11 attacks, Congress passed a law. And the law simply said anyone who died, the the surviving family members of one who died on 9-11, the airplanes, the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, or anyone who survived but was physically injured as a result of the terrorist attacks, could voluntarily enter a special fund uh, and receive compensation funded entirely by the public taxpayer, public money from the U.S. Treasury, you didn't have to. If you'd rather, you could go litigate in a court uh, against the World Trade Center, the airlines, the security guard companies, the Massport and the Port Authority of New York. You could do that. But if you'd rather short-circuit all of that and come into a special fund, waive your right to sue. I'll take money from Feinberg and sign a release. I will not sue. Uh, that was the option. And for 33 months, that program was in place.
1: Uh, Kenneth went on to say that the, the hard part for him in all of this uh, was the emotion on one hand, but you had to recognize that every person who perished in 9-11 their surviving family members received a different amount of compensation based on what the victim would have earned over their life, plus pain, suffering, and emotional distress. So the formula is so extraordinary to think about. Uh, The CEO in the corner office on one of the upper floors of the World Trade Center versus the person that was the security guard or cleaning the toilets. Uh, And yet it doesn't factor in, their life, what they're doing, uh, the impact they're having on community and family, and the difference they're making in the world. And so part of the challenge for Kenneth was all of the emotion around it. Listen to what he had to say.
0: When somebody goes to court in Salt Lake City or Boise, Idaho, or New York City, it's one person suing a company or an insurance company. It's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. In 9-11... I had almost 3,000 death claims and another 2,300 physical injury claims. And you know this, Boyd. Everybody counts other people's money. So if I'm awarding $2 million to a victim who died in the World Trade Center and his wife or husband or whoever filed the claim, Mr. Jones, your wife died, and you're going to receive tax-free from the taxpayer. $2 million. What do you mean? My next-door neighbor's getting $3 million. Mm -hmm. What do you have against my my husband? You never even met him. And uh, what do you have against my wife? You never even met her. And, I mean, that was what was really problematic and challenging for me was the emotion.
1: Uh, that emotion uh, got even more intense as those days went on. And again, a lot of that comparing why this person is worth this much, why someone else gets less. Uh, it's an incredible, the mathematics of it all, the mental gymnastics of it all uh, really led Kenneth to to share with me what he learned in this whole process
0: about empathy. You learn that uh, if you want to really empathize with victims in private, in confidence, The less you say is the better. Lady comes to see me, 26 years old, sobbing. Mr. Feinberg, I lost my husband. He was a firefighter at the World Trade Center, and he left me with our two children, six and four. Now you're going to provide me $2.6 million in compensation, tax-free. I want it in 30 days. I said to her, Mrs. Jones... Why do you need the money in 30 days? This is public money. It may take 60 days or 90 days. No, 30 days. I said, why? Why? I'll tell you why, Mr. Feinberg. I have terminal cancer. I have 10 weeks to live. My husband was going to survive me and take care of our two children. Now they're going to be orphans. And I have got to get this money while I have my faculties. I have to set up a trust with a guardian. I don't have a lot of time. Mm. Well, we ran down to the treasury. We accelerated the payment. Eight weeks later, she died. Uh,
1: That's an extraordinary story. Finally, I asked Kenneth Feinberg the ultimate question. What is the value of a life?
0: The value of a life in America, this is very important. The value of a life in America is a calculation, dollars and cents what would the victim have earned but for the disaster and some amount for pain and suffering. Do not value lives as human beings by taking into account things like dignity, love, loyalty, integrity, um, um, charity. A rabbi or a priest can look at those issues. But if you're going to be in a courtroom in a court of law, the stockbroker or the banker will receive more from the judge and jury than the waiter, the busboy, the cop, the fireman, or the soldier. That's the way it is. That's the way our system has always been. And it doesn't sit well with many people who feel that it's unfair. But when I work in these horrible tragedies, I try to avoid words like fair and just What's fair and just about any of this? It's mercy that's what it is it's 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 mercy, and I think that's the only way you can look at this
1: so While the court of law is always going to look at the worth of a law, of a life as a calculation, a financial calculation, I think the most important for each of us and to me, the real lesson from nine eleven is not what is the dollar worth of a life, but the real question is. What is the value of a soul? And what are we doing for all of those souls that are in our sphere, in our neighborhoods, in our communities? If we start focusing less on the value of a life monetarily and we focus on the real value of a soul, we'll be a lot better and we'll learn the lesson of 9-11. All right, we'll step aside for a quick bottom of the hour break. When we come back, President Russell M. Nelson is 98 years old. We'll talk about his life and legacy coming up next.